welcome to another edition, Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and uh, joining me uh, tonight, I've got a R&B singer-songwriter who has made a, a splash in the Milwaukee music scene this last year uh, with a really amazing EP. It's called Long Lost Love. Uh, you can listen to it everywhere. And uh, I'm excited to talk to her a little bit about uh, her passions, artistry, and why she does what she does. I'm breaking up the cranberry line seltzer. <laughs> uh, not alcoholic, though. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, uh, thank you so much, Alexa, for joining me tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here in my oh, home yeah. with you. <laughs> yes, right. Um, you know, COVID's weird, so we kind of got to make do with the... Absolutely interface but uh i i know you work third shift so i'm really uh i appreciate you making time for me um you know before you have to go clock in <laughs> no problem thank you <laughs> you how how are you today i am pretty good i'm doing well i feel like this was the highlight of my day about a few days ago i just lost my cousin so i've been in the stink so um this is everything for me i'm sorry to hear that i can thank you Thank you so much. Of course. Um, yeah, well, um, I'm glad uh, this could cheer you up a little bit. And um, yeah. it, it definitely cheers me up when uh, I am in a slump. Uh, um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, what we talked about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. Mm -hmm. And so, Alexa, I remember, like, I, I think... Uh, I'm trying to think of like when it was I like found you like yeah. when you made music because it was when you dropped uh, hard for me which was your debut single yeah um might have been Justin Gordon I think he shared your song not sure but either way I found it on face Facebook and I'm like oh shit well uh we love to see new artists uh you know making their debut and anything we can do as breaking and entering to help support you, uh, you know, that's, it does our hearts good. So I like covered your song. Um, there were like so many people shared our feature with you. And that was, it was amazing. I was, I didn't think that I was going to get the amount of support that I do, especially for my city. I was just talking to someone else about that, how you have to, leave to get as much support and that's not the, the case for me i feel like i get a lot of support from the city and i really do appreciate you guys of course we appreciate you too you give us stuff to do oh yes i like that <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. yeah um yeah no i and i appreciate you saying that too um just because like a lot of people kind of like dismiss milwaukee as a music city and and you know i understand that you know people get frustrated with sort of like the hierarchy of the music scene and stuff and how segregated it is but but you know we do what we can uh to kind of change the conversation and try to you know we we want to platform people from no matter what part of the city you're from whatever no matter what scene you belong to what what pocket you're comfortable in like you know everyone 
everyone is their own component of Absolutely. what makes Milwaukee music great. Yes. And so uh, we dropped, we uh, covered your EP as well. We uh, featured your video um, on the writer's room. And uh, we're going to talk all about that stuff. But first, okay. Alexa, yeah. tell me, uh, did you, did, are you born and raised in Milwaukee? Yes, I am. I was born and raised in the heart of Milwaukee. Uh, I grew up, well, I was born in the house on 52nd and Hampton. I grew up on 39th and Congress. Before I moved to the South Side, I lived on 51st and Hampton. 51st and Fairmont, Fairmont, same block. And then now I stay on the South side. I've been living on the South side for almost 11 years now. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Sure. Um, so when you were younger, when you were a kid, uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a singer. I don't know. It was just, I was eight years old and I had just um, got into a private school and there was this girl named Champrio and she's in my, I talk about her in my first documentary. She, I'm eight, she's like nine going on 10 and we're little and we're with fifth graders and sixth graders and seventh graders. And she's singing this solo and she just blows everybody away. And I'm like, that's what I wanna do for the rest of my life. Just watching her do that, I'm like, that's what I want. So I would write songs and um, I was a bad kid and, I didn't do really well in school. So I wrote a lot of songs and I would walk around the house sweeping and I would talk about how my sister was mean to me, talk about how my mom wants me to eat vegetables. I just made songs about everything. So that's when I knew and I'm like, this is this is where I belong. That's so dope. Uh, you, cause it looks like you lived into that a little bit, didn't you? Thank you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you said you were gonna do something and you did it, and that's yeah. pretty badass for sure. Um, so I guess that being said, like, tell me a little bit about when music, like, kind of when, like, I, I know you said you started kind of like, uh, you know, writing little songs and singing around the house and stuff. Like, so I guess when did you like really kind of start taking like making music? Um, into your own hands, like really actively doing it is like, you know, a serious uh, outlet. Okay, so when I was around 16, I had a terrible breakup and I was with the guy for three years. So we spent like our teenage years together and I made a cover to a song. It was Send Me Your Location by Khalid. It's Khalid, right? I did a cover to him and then I posted it on YouTube. And then I did, I got the reaction I didn't expect. Instead of it just being like five viewers and me just pouring my heart out, it was like a thousand views overnight. <laughs> and I'm just like, that is too much for me. And my family was sharing it and I deleted it. And everybody was mad. And I got contacted to do a performance and I performed it on stage. And then I'm just like, I was really, really nervous. Like I was shaking. I don't even remember what happened. So. I stopped doing it for a little bit. And then my cousin, a year later, my cousin had passed. And my cousin, he was like a father figure to me when my father wasn't really around. He would make me go to my grandmother's house and he would sit me at the kitchen table and he'd be like, write me a hook, write me a verse, write me a poem, write me a rap. And I'm just like, I don't rap. He's like, I don't care. You're a writer. 
So if you're gonna write, you're gonna write. You can write anything, right? So he just, he, he forced that on me. And I'm just like, I said, I want to do this. And he said, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it. Don't just beat around the bush. So he got me into music. And when he passed, I'm just like, that was like my father. And he took so much talent to the grave. And he's still by far today, one of the best rappers I've ever heard, but no one has ever heard him. So I'm like, that's sad. And I'm like, I, I wanna I wanna do right by him. And I made, I did a couple of music videos when I was 17 years old. They never got released because it was some lost footage and stuff happened. And people were selling me dreams. And I'm just like, how long am I gonna listen to other people? I have to take this into my own hands. So at 18, I decided to drop out of college. I did one year of college, I dropped out and I was an opera major. And I said, music is what I want. Like I want, when I write, I don't write Mozart, I write R&B, so I'm gonna do this. And a whole year, I did nothing but planning. All of 2019, I only planned, like I did live performances without released music. I was going to the studio like almost every weekend or two times a week. I would still work 14 hour shifts so that I could be able to fund my dream. 14 to 16 hour shifts, cause I don't believe in no. I just don't believe in no. And I said, I was gonna take my life into my own hands and me dropping out of college, being first generation. It was tough on my mom. So a year I just planned and 2020, it was just like, oh, she just now starting to, no, I've been planning this for a long time. So I just, it was all, 2019 was preparation and 2020 was just execution, execution, execution. And 2021, I have so much stuff, like content, like locked up that I want the world to see. And I'm so excited. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. That's so I'm dope. sorry. That was so long. Oh, no, no, no. No, I, oh, I've had some ramblers on the show. Don't you worry. <laughs> you're, you're, you're fine. Um. No, like I really, really like admire everything you just said about work ethic and consistency and having a vision and not settling um, for anything less than that. And I mean, that's so crucial, especially for somebody, you know, who's so like young, you know, and like I it's something that people it's best like when you it sounds like you took things into your own hands at a pretty early age, you know, like you said you were like doing the, like uh, little music videos and stuff when you were 17 and did a year of school and realized you wanted something more. You knew what you wanted early on. And that's not the case for a lot of people. A lot of people go, you know, well into a career that they think they want to do it or they think that this is like, who they are but they don't discover that until way later on and uh, it's so like it's badass that you know you uh you picked up on that early and you did have like um kind of like a incremental um way of doing it you said you took a year to plan a, a year to kind of formulate what your rollout is and then like you said this past year execution um and and that's really beautiful you know like it's really beautiful that like you um took your cousin's legacy and like what he what it sounds like he really like instilled in you and uh are like living and breathing that why are you making me emotional <laughs> oh, yeah. 
no, I just think what you're, what everything you're doing is, uh, you're, you're pulling all the right moves, as they say. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, and that's, so that's kind of a, a good segue into what you did release uh, this past year. So the first song, as mentioned before, is Hard For Me. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about like where this, where the song, what place it came from? Um. Well, it really came from like four to five different studios. Let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> that song, I don't, I don't know what that being my. It wasn't the first song that I created, but it was the first song that like I put out there that I really promoted and I really pushed and. I was just never satisfied with that song. I took it to like four to five different studios. And we have a lot of amazing studios, a lot of beautiful studios, but we have so many rappers and we don't have enough people that work with singers. We have a lot of singers, but not a lot of people know how to mix and master singers. And I would go into studios thinking, okay, maybe it's, it's me. Like what's going on? I've been to this many studios and I'm having so many issues and even up until the day of the music video, I was having issues with the song Hard For Me, but I feel like that was a part of my testimony. And that song, it it embodies like who I am. And I don't know, I've been in previous relationships where I wanted someone, but they didn't, it, it, it just wasn't reciproca reciprocated and they didn't want me the same way, but it's like, I still love you and I'm not letting you go and I'm not used to, to change and we're gonna do this. So that's just how I felt about it. Uh, yeah, being there sucks. The yeah. Part, the worst. Um, you're right about kind of what you're saying about, there's a lot of rappers. And I think if people know Milwaukee music, like, you know, from the outside, if there's anything that, you know, people really know about, it's a lot of hip hop. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we got some really dope rappers, but, but yeah, like it is, that is sort of like what um, encompasses a lot of Milwaukee's sound. And it, there aren't, there isn't like a huge, there hasn't been like a huge R&B or soul scene. I mean, there's some artists that do that kind of stuff, but there's not as big of like a presence for it where like people like, necessarily know where to start when they want to hear some good Milwaukee R&B but mm -hmm. that is slowly I think that is slowly changing you know Absolutely. I, I, we've, we've been finding some really dope ones uh mm -hmm. the last couple months I got about two of them right now True West and Tay Mystique my girls Shout out both them. of them yeah oh my god they they're my they they are my rock it's like i've never met two female artists that are just so pure and tay she's like a little butterfly I, ever since the day i met her and we had i had my first showcase where she was my butterfly and true she's just so honest and she's been to one of my sessions before i don't allow anyone into my studio sessions i don't i like everything to be private a lot of people they like a lot of people i've been to settings where i featured and it's 20 people in the studio which i'm okay with but in my sessions, I really need to tune in and I just love the both of them. And for me to, I'm able to allow them into who I am completely and I'm very territorial. I'm, let's just start there. When it comes to my business, I'm, I'm very, I tell people what I do, but I'm territorial when it comes to when I'm in the midst of doing everything. But I really trust those women and I really love them and they are so phenomenal. 
Oh yeah. Big shout out to them. Yeah. But True West's um, her, the, the uh, collaboration project she did two months ago for leaders igniting transformation was incredible. Mm. It was amazing. Like how she brought so much dope Milwaukee talent in one room to talk about some really fucking important things going on uh, both locally and everywhere. And Tay Mystique, she's another one that I recently like uh, appeared like on our radar and she will actually be uh, on the show in a couple months. I love her. Tay Mystique is, and when she releases more music, cause I've heard so much pre-release music. Let's just start there. And I look at her like she's an alien. I'm like, I wish I could have made that. You yeah. dirty dog. <laughs> like both of them in true ways, her words, like the way she spits when she sings. And I'm just like, why didn't you release that? She was just like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't ready. And I'm just like, you dirty dog. Like what? They're both just so talented. And I look up to them, their mentors. I, we we have a glass of wine here. I'm 20 years old, so I could have one cup of wine. <laughs> we, we, have, we would have a glass of wine together and they would just put me up on so much game, especially with me being the youngest in our group. They, they, they take me in like I'm their own and we don't have a lot of that. A lot of people in Milwaukee are like, we're like a bunch of crabs in the cradle. And it's sad to say that because I, I love my city and I love where I come from, but that's just our mentality right now. And I feel like a lot of us are starting to break out of it, especially artists. Like we are really starting to support each other heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I agree. Like just from seeing so many pockets um, in the music scene over time, like, you know, there's, that's been a big like setback for the scene has been that like hyper competitiveness mm -hmm. and egos and just, People, people viewing like, you know, opportunities for others, meaning less opportunities for them. And mm -hmm. I mean, I get, it. I mean, there's, there are some, definitely some conversations to have about like, you know, some artists are like, you know, covered 10 times by a publication and others are struggling to get just one. And that is, I mean, that's a real conversation to have for sure, but that is, that is changing. You know, like, I, I think that, um, I, th I think some of the hierarchy is, is being dismantled and there's a growing um, plethora of resources that young artists that might not know how to navigate the industry can use and uh, like come into their own and believe in what they're doing. You know, not everyone has that, like um, where it's like, not everyone not everyone always knows like where to go because they just don't quite know what's out here but right. there are some brilliant young creatives and entrepreneurs that oh, want to help you and me and anyone who needs it you know that's how i started man the the kanisha, kanisha lees of the world and she helped me like fuck yeah i, love I was kanisha. oh i don't i could go on and on and on about that woman um Kaylee, shout out Kaylee's cap gang. We're me and her are cap gang together. You know, we're Capricorns. And she's made me laugh her. so fucking much. 
she yeah she she's she's dope she's probably she might be the reason why i dropped out of college let's start there and she <laughs> she don't even know like i wanted to be a part of her showcase so bad and she was like sorry hun the, the spots are already filled and then someone wasn't showing up to rehearsals and she was like okay you're not serious you're cut and she told me, she was like, I'm going to let you have this spot, but I'm going to be 10 times harder on you than everybody else because you're a last minute act. And I said, okay, that makes complete sense. Whatever I got to do. And we had rehearsals and I, I would bring my heels, take off my boots, put my heels on and I would perform and I would take all her criticism and I would just eat everything up and I would stay hours after rehearsal and I what did I need to fix what do I need to do and eventually it was that one day where she was just like you, you're good you're gonna open up ah, I'm like what I went from the last person to the first person what and then she she invited me to a rooftop event I think it was through backline and that was like one of the best experiences of my life I cried that night when I went home back to my dorm and I'm just like I'm about to drop out of college about to drop out this is not it i want that that is what i want and yeah. <laughs> kaylee you did something there <laughs> definitely did she, she's yeah. the reason <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah i i miss her so much i i she, like she's a queen thinking, yeah she's a total queen thinking of her and like her energy and how bubbly she is like that's what I yearn for, like, you know, once shows are a thing again. Um, so um, that said, um, so that was hard for me. And then shortly thereafter, you dropped the EP, Long Lost Love. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, feeling types away, you know, late at night. A lot of, um, you know, a lot of uh, being over the games. Um love to hear about kind of what your whole process was and how you like envision how you like what you saw for this project yeah that was like my quarantine music <laughs> I wrote all of that music through quarantine and it's crazy because what I thought was going to be on the project nothing of what I thought was going to be on the project I recorded like 20 songs prior to that and it was at a different studio and then I met John T. Gary Tate of the Don and he works amazingly with mm. singers and I'm like this is where I'm gonna be forever like yeah. when I when I had the other songs prior to him I'm like I can just give him those songs and have him mix and master them but I'm like I listen to him and I'm just like my voice is more developed than this my writing is more developed than this and if I release this in 2020 some stuff that I wrote 2019 it just it's I feel like I'm moving backwards. So I'm like, let's just do a whole new project. So I just, I'm like, I'm calling up my producers. I'm like, okay, Johnny, okay, Ken's, okay, Robert, I need some, I need beats. So I yes. purchased like what, 10 beats and I used, well, I purchased probably like 12, 13 beats total. And I probably used what, seven. And I was just recording. I recorded like 10 songs and yep, I, I used like seven. It was just amazing for me and in the process of writing the music, I really had to tap into my previous relationships. I feel like there was a point in my life where, I know it sounds crazy, but I had a boyfriend from like eight years old all mm. the way up until like 17, 16, until that bad breakup when I was 16. I'm like, wow, you never went without a boyfriend. 
which is sad to say. And I took me a long gap of just focusing on me and that's what helped start my music. But I've experienced a lot through those relationships. And I'm like, maybe that was God just giving me something to write about. Cause even one of the songs, it connects to a relationship from when I was 12 years old. And yeah, a lot of guys wanted me at the beginning and then they get their first kiss and they don't want me no more. And I still want them. And it's like, I'm a fighter. So not physically, but mentally, I'm a fighter for love. So I try to hold on to whatever is left. And I put that into my music. Even one song, I couldn't really, um, I couldn't really write it like the beat. And I'm like, I could listen to a beat and I already know what the story is. Like I listen to a beat and I, I just, I close my eyes and I, I catch chills and I know what the story of the song is gonna be. I know what situation in my life that I'm gonna connect to right when I hear that beat. And I co-produce on the beats because I'm like, uh, I was moved for all of a, a minute 30. And then that third verse, the the bar is stretched too long and I need you to take that out and put, I co-produce on all the beats cause I need to feel every minute, every second. And I needed to talk about a particular relationship and I'm like, I can't. So I took a little sip of wine, zid myself out, lit some cameras, not some candles. Can I? Yeah. And I'm like, we're going to do this. Because when you write, it's, um, that's, that's like a touchy thing, especially when you're connecting to your life. Even like acting, if you connect something to your life, it's like that can touch you in a different way. It can bring back those, it can rekindle all those emotions and I commend all writers because when you write, you really go through something. When you record, you really go through something. You have to tap in and you can't beat around the bush with your feelings because I tried to do that in the studio and Tay sent me home. He's like, I'm not going to use your money. I'm going to send you home and you're going to come back tomorrow. And we're going to try this again. You can't beat around the bush when it comes to your feelings and what you wrote and how can I believe this? You wrote it. So it shouldn't be an issue. So yeah, yeah. that's how it all happened. <laughs> Wow, that's, damn, you just had so many things uh, to touch on there, um, but try to go in order here, order okay. of chronology. Order of ramble. Right. <laughs> um, well, first of all, you, you've been working with some goats, you know, Tay the Don, Kaylee, um, yeah. yeah, no, like I, um, I actually, over the summer, um, uh, we filmed a music video for Paper Stacks at uh, Tay the Don Studio. <laughs> yes, I like him. He's he's dope. I met him. He's very dope. Very funny. Very cool. Paper Stacks. Yeah. Oh, he's funny. It's, it's a it's a chicken video for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love my crowd lit. It get me every time. <laughs> Period. <Yeah. laughs> he he put me onto the lemon pepper chicken. Actually, amazing. Like, Oh yeah, that's that's the go-to now. I need to take you to the hood so we can get some real lemon pepper chicken. Period. Period. I'm, I'm so done. I'm from Chicago, so I grew up eating. Oh, like, so so your hood is a little bit different, okay? We we, we had Harold's, like Harold's and Sharks. That sounds familiar. Harold's. Do they have that down south? Because I feel like I had that before. They no? probably. It's. I mean, it's. It might be a. There might be. Different heralds, I don't know, but that was a big Chicago. That's like the Chicago chicken joint. Um, well, I've been to Chicago a lot, but I don't think I had Harold's chicken in Chicago. All right, think. all right. Word, we're well. If we're ever in Chicago, we'll all next time you're in Chicago, you gotta go to Harold's. But okay, I've been. I mean, 
we uh well i used to record at high five studio where paper stacks oh. did that uh did that video and uh we used to get that jj's i like jj's i don't got nothing against jj's but i need to take you to catfish lounge oh okay that is my goddad spot well it was my god grandfather's spot he passed away last year but his lemon pepper chicken okay okay <laughs> jj's i'm sorry jj's we love you jj <laughs> 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 oh yeah yeah jj's a staple but i'm i'm about uh i'm i'm for sure about uh you know really exploring the chicken culture more mm -hmm, absolutely yeah um so yeah no but shout out to tay the don shout out paper stacks i love paper stacks because you can hear him from like a mile away because like, he has such a distinct laugh voice his <laughs> laugh his voice is everything <laughs> yeah, I love that guy so much. He's great. Um, Very dope. Oh, he's his own individual. Yeah, yeah, and he's so friendly and like and absolutely. He, yeah, he's been dropping some dope shit lately too. Uh, mm -hmm. We just covered his video with Theoshi today. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, so um, <laughs> what you were saying about um, just being so intentional with your lyrics, not beating around the bush, being direct and to the point and like just so intentional like that's like that's 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 a huge lesson for any creative um to really like be honest with themselves because you know you are at the end of the day like and you know this like when you're an artist like you're just by default being vulnerable especially with what the kind what you write songs about you know being about love and feelings and uh you know the complications of relationships and stuff like that i mean that's it, it's not something that you just kind of like think about like overnight and then decide you're going to write a song about it i mean these feelings ruminate over a long period of time and you're finally like and you finally like found like a conduit for What's going to make these, what, how am I going to say what I've always wanted to say, but also how I've been meaning to say it. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, props to Tay that like, you know, he like uh, was firm in that for sure, but. He don't he, play. Yeah. <laughs> he don't play. I walk into the studio scared every time. He'd be like, well, what you got for me today? It better not be no dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's he's really dope and he wants everyone to win. I don't think I, my project would have been released the way it was released if it wasn't for him, even outside of recording. He, do you have, is everything copywritten? Do you have your LLC? Do you have, like even little stuff to protect me? Do you, how is the splits? Do you have your split sheets? Do you have this? Is so many questions that he asked me that I didn't even consider. Mm. And I would come into the studio, not just prepare with my music, but, oh, got my LLC today. Oh, I got my splits right. Oh, I got this. He was like, oh, do you got that? I'm like, oh, that's next on the list. How much does that cost? Okay, we're going to get that next pay period, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, he's serious. He's professional. He mm -hmm. is very grounded in, like, 
the industry, you know, and uh, especially, you know, being like young and navigating what you're doing, like yeah. it can be easy for like, cause not everyone out here has the best of intentions, yeah. um, you know, and, and that's something we gotta be, we all gotta be cognizant of like, who's, yep. who's going to play around and, but, or who's going to like, make sure like, you know what the fuck you're doing, you know? Mm, absolutely. So you dropped the EP, uh, I think it was like July, I want to say. Yeah, uh, today I got my music video, July 25th. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring up the music video next. Um, so that was a very, it's a very elaborate performance uh, that uh, you brought for that one. You want to talk a little bit about it? That music video was by far the best and the worst feeling ever. <laughs> that music video, I thought it was going to be terrible because I was running like a chicken with my head cut off. Like I was directing, I was managing the models, I was giving out costumes. It was a hundred degrees. Um, I had outfit changes I had to do behind the bushes. And I think like something bit me five times. Oh, damn. The sand was burning. Like, it was crucial. My, um, I didn't have an assistant at the time. I had one of my friends just pour water into the sand so we can dance in one place. That's why it looked like we um, digged holes. We had to dig holes and pour water on the holes. Um, it was, it was, it was crazy. I left swimsuits 25, 30 minutes back at home that my mother had to go grab. Cause we were flat we, we were ironing swimsuits <laughs> why don't ask me why it was it was a lot but it was amazing and philly philly with him being from milwaukee i didn't even know he was from milwaukee until he gave me his number he was like this is the number that you use for when you want to talk about the scenes and he's dope as hell and he was like alexa i want to show you what a, a music video is like and this is why you need a team and if you don't have a manager you need an assistant or you need someone to assist you at your music videos because my first music video hard for me um chicago jones they're they're from chicago i paid for them a transportation fee for them to come to milwaukee and shoot the music video them guys they did everything they did everything they set up they broke down they did everything and my godmom was there witnessing everything and she was like don't get used to that because film crews they come to film they don't come to set up they don't come to break down they did you a favor so i'm like okay and philly was like i'm not touching the goddamn thing <laughs> <laughs> you, you got you brought that shit here you picked that shit up okay I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I'm moving everything. I'm like, I'm moving props and I'm trying to get everything together. And I'm like, damn, this shit is hard. <laughs> and he's like, so now you see why you need a team. And he was like, it's, it's a whole lot of, he said, not everybody does everything. Like just how we come to shoot, you should be able to come and be the artist. If it costs a little bit of extra money to get you an assistant, shoot, have your sister, your cousin or something. I got me an assistant. Now I got an assistant director. I got me an instructor. I got me a choreographer because my choreographer is in Atlanta. So she wasn't there to be there the day of the music video. She was at my first one, but not my second one. But now I have an instructor. I have a choreographer in Atlanta and I have an instructor and choreographer in Milwaukee. So now I just have a ton of people that's there for me and able to help me because that music video, Philly really gave me a run for my money. He was like, 
I'm gonna show you what it means to be a real artist. And we gonna do this and you gonna love it, but you gonna hate me, but you gonna love it. <laughs> yeah, that's he, he shout big shout out to him. He's so dope. Like he's shot so many videos like we featured on the site and like he his like paints whole pictures with like his uh with his visuals and th yeah and, like that was you had so many components to that video um yeah. which you know is so cool like especially because it's like you know you were we like just had just heard of you and we're like just like watching like what you were doing and yeah. and then like there's already like all these elaborate dancers and you're out on the beach and that was oh, i forgot something i was going to say earlier um about how you were talking about how like once you hear the beat um you already know what the story is mm -hmm. that's how you know you're a creative like because you have that instinct you know like when you when you like can make those like sensory connections and that imagery just gets like uh you find your way naturally to it you know exactly how you want it to sound like you know exactly like where you see yourself like in proximity to the song and yeah i mean that's that's a talent it's not something many people have in the moment it just it is what it is but when someone reminds you of what you're doing it's like okay they might be right they might be on the subject <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I don't know it's just um since I was eight years old I would always just dream about being a musician like it sounds weird but all the way up until 15 16 years old I would cry myself to sleep at night because I couldn't stop thinking about being on stage like even in school I, I wouldn't be able to pay attention in class because I'm just dreaming about being on stage Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, that's where I want to be. And I, I feel like I was beating around the bush, but I, I shouldn't say that because I feel like everything prepared me for who I am today. But even with singing classical music, singing opera, doing music, mu musicals and all of that stuff, it did help me mold. It did help mold me, but I felt like I was beating around the bush and I needed, I needed to write. I needed to, I was writing on like notepads and I was writing in textbooks and I'm like, you're gonna get trouble, you're gonna get in trouble. Like you need to focus. And I just was never able to focus because this is what I want to do. Like I can't wait. I can't wait until I quit my damn job and I just do this <laughs> full time on. And then you guys will really be able to see. Cause I, I promise you, I won't get any sleep. Like I already barely get sleep, but I won't rest until I meet ends. I want to know what it's like to be at my best ability. I want to know what it's like to give 120% and what I'll get back. And I, I don't care when I'll get it back because I know I will get it back. But I, I just see so much for myself. I see so much more for my city. I see so much more for the little girls that are growing up who feel like they have to come from a certain background in order to succeed. Mm -hmm. We're top three poorest, we're top three segregated. It's tough. Yeah. It's not easy living here. You you want strong person to grow up here and you want strong person to live here. And life is hard here. It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. Hmm. And I want, I mean, we already have artists that are putting our city on the map. I'm not saying I want to be the one because we already have artists that have already done that and I respect them very much. But 
I want to show every aspect of Milwaukee for, for the good, the bad, the better, the worst. I've experienced it all. I've, that's why I love where I come from because I've seen some of the best parts of our city. I've seen some of, I grew up in some of the worst parts of our city. I've smiled hard here. Like Miami couldn't give me a vibe that I get in my city. I've had some of my worst days here. I love this place. I, I don't know. And no matter where I go, if I move, I will always come home. And I, I want people to know that I will always come home. My mother, she she loves this city. And I think that's the reason why I love it so much. She wants a house built here, somewhere probably in St. Francis. So if y'all see me building a house in St. Francis, it's, it's my mother's. <laughs> so I will always be here. I will always be here. And I'm heavy on Milwaukee. I'm heavy on Milwaukee. And I just want people to know that I love it here. It's up here and it's stuck here. <laughs> and much love. That's that's beautiful. Like, and you know, or no one can claim themselves as like someone to put Milwaukee on the on the map if they're afraid to go anywhere in Milwaukee. Like, we got to claim. If you're claiming Milwaukee, we're claiming Milwaukee for every little, like all the good, all of the bad, all of the sad, all of the joy, like every layer of it. And uh, for the not so pretty parts, like we were fighting for that. Mm -hmm. We're fighting for those parts that we wanna see, you know, have food security and infrastructure mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, secured access to public transportation mm -hmm. and uh, get money away from this gentrification bullshit going on. You know, yeah. like it's, these are conversations to have if, uh, and that begs the question, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about, um, it's the big question. It's, uh, Alexa, what are you working on now? <laughs> what, uh, what do you have in store? A whole lot of gang. Mm. <laughs> She said, she said this. <laughs> a whole lot of gang, gang, gang. So I recorded a music video with Philly mm, October 10th of last year. So I have a behind the scenes footage for that. I have a music video for that. I have two virtual performances this year come to you. Um, I do want to have a 20 year documentary. I have two documentaries out already and I don't want to do the same thing for this third documentary. I want to do something completely different. So some people might be mad at me. Some people might be happy, but um, just go back to my interviews and you'll understand why I make the decisions that I make. And it's not for everybody. I do what I do for me. And I only wish that other people can follow along and gravitate to me. I can't live my life pleasing other people because that, that'll just make me go backwards. And I wouldn't be an artist if I did that. But yeah, so documentary, two virtual performances, a music video, a behind the scenes footage, maybe a whole lot of behind the scenes footage. And, and if I'm feeling antsy, cause I wanna go out the country. Mm -hmm. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna go out the country. I wanna help my mother get her mouth done. Um, I'm either gonna have to decide, do you wanna go out the country or you wanna shoot another video? And you know, I'm heavy on the music first. 
I'm heavy on the music first. I've never been out the country, but I'm heavy on music first. So, but that's a decision down the line because I already have a lot of content saved up. So I can be selfish and go out the country or I can be me and do a music video. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I have a lot of stuff in store for everybody. I only released what three pieces of content last year. I'm hitting heavy. I'm going double. I'm going double. We'll be watching. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, of course. Absolutely. Uh, if you could go, what, like, what would be your like number one uh, destination outside of the country? Well, my mother is Nigerian and British, and I always wanted to visit the UK. I've never been. Um, so I want to go to the UK, but I don't think that's my number one. I think my number one would be either. I think my number one would be Greece. Mm. I really want to go to Greece, but I really want to connect to my roots and I want to go to Nigeria. Mm. I feel like if I leave, if I go out this country, I need to visit the motherland. I wish I could do everything, but to be on the more economical side, I think Mexico might be my best bet because I'm still, I'm still a starving artist, you know? We can't be doing all big stuff. I mean, <laughs> that that can happen further down the line. So y'all might catch me in Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, I, I hear you. Like, I, I want to go to so many places and we'll make time for that. But right now, like, I'm a starting artist too uh period starting pop starving podcasters okay yeah <laughs> <Right? Yes. laughs> so yeah i kind of what you were you've been saying like that i have to believe that the things i do will take me to all the places i want to see they definitely will and on on your end you ask a lot of beautiful questions i think you really know how to tap into an artist if they're allowed if they if they're willing to let you take them there you do really well and this interview was amazing you you don't flip words or you, you really know how to dive and connect to a person because i match energy if you you ask me bland questions we're gonna get bland answers right yeah yeah no i i love your energy yeah i i i dig uh i dig like you know your vision your mindset and uh, that you're also like out here having fun that's yeah. very fucking important it took a while because i was not I was all strictly 2019. I was strictly business, no fun. I didn't have a boyfriend. I didn't talk to anybody. No social life. No eat. No sleep. No none. Of, I almost fainted at work because I just worked so much. And 2020, I'm like, uh, when you do your music videos and stuff like that, I'm. I know when you work for everything, it is tough, and you need to be strictly business. But I was starting to get blocks. Like even in music videos, it's like, dude, you're supposed to be having fun in this scene, and all you're thinking about is business. So I had to, it's, it's a part of being able to mix your lifestyle with your business. And that's a tough thing to do, Absolutely. but we yeah. got to do it because I got to take care of me. <laughs> right. And it's, but, and it's, yeah, like, it's why we start doing these things in the first place, you know, yeah. like there's that part of us that retains that childlike wonder that mm -hmm. makes us chase after those, you know, dreams and, aspirations of something bigger and better and uh, we got to hold on to that and if we ever and if we're ever like just not feeling that then it's time to take a breath you can only do your best at what you love if you take care of yourself of course um 
last thing real quick is um did you uh have you gotten out to do any uh like performances or shows yet nope i've only done virtual performances i've been offered many times to do um performances last year but i was just so focused on doing the music videos and Honestly, I invest every dime into what I'm doing and it all comes from my pocket. If it comes from the bank, the bank takes it out right after my next paycheck. Like they just bloop, we're getting it back. Yeah. And I, if I invest in so much money into my music videos and I do another performance, I'm gonna be spending half the money that I spent on the video onto the performance. And I'm still gonna to have to spend what I was initially gonna spend on the music videos. People, that's why I love performing, but they know that I'm coming to bring a show and it's gonna be new costumes and new dancers and all that stuff, it, it costs. Nobody's doing anything for fun. And I don't mind paying for the people around me if they're gonna give me the best of the best because I expect the best of the best. But I have so many costumes saved up and I have so many dancers lined up. This year, I told everyone who asked me to perform last year that I declined please don't forget about me and please contact me this year to perform because I will gladly do so. I had, yeah, yeah. My schedule is open. I'm now I start 10 PM. I don't have to work in the middle of the day anymore. Word. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. I'm here and I'm here for it. Period. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you that once, um, once shows are at, a real thing again um yeah we're throwing a lot of shows breaking entering so we'll be in touch i'm opening it up every time Bad. i'm gonna just show up with a mic like we're ready, yeah. <laughs> we're ready. they're like security i said i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't playing yep. um, so on our way out here as we're closing out alexa tell me what keeps you up at night i mean i know you work third shift so i guess that keeps you up at night but what keeps me up during the day <laughs> yes right yeah um my mom my family my city heavy because like i said a lot of people they don't get the support and love that they do from their own city they get more support from outsiders and that scares me that i get this much support from my city it really scares me because i'm like damn they really love me and I'm not, I'm not, I study a lot of artists and I don't see what I see for them and what I see in me. And I'm like, does that mean that other people aren't going to like me or love me the way that my city is loving me? And I'm just like, well, we going to continue to test the waters because it's, it's no stopping. So heavy on Milwaukee, heavy on my mother. My mother, she struggled a lot. She went through a lot. Her story is a movie in its own mm. and she's my she's she didn't raise me she trained me my mother trained me to be who i am today she made me this strong and however strong you think i am i'm nothing compared to how strong she is um and music i am music like i live eat breathe sleep music like i just can't like it's my drug it's it's my love. It's what keeps my heart beating. It's my child. It's, I don't have kids, but my music is my child. You want to protect your child. You want to feed it. You want to nourish it. You want to strengthen it so that one day it can blossom and grow on its own. I want to leave this earth 
and my music is still protected and covered and still being praised and and God. Um, my music didn't pop off until I tapped into my religion. And I'm not against those who who aren't with religion. I, I, I'm a firm believer that you stand for something or you fall for anything. Stand for something. Just, it doesn't have to be religion. Stand for something. And I stood for God. I stand for God. And when I couldn't afford things, when I couldn't afford music videos, I couldn't afford studio time. I couldn't even afford Tay the Don. I couldn't afford a John Tay. God put me in a situation to where he was able to afford it and I had, I had, I didn't have to worry. I would pay my tithes, but I wouldn't pay my phone bill. My phone would be cut off, but I was still in the studio. I was still at dance rehearsal. God made a way for me. Things I couldn't afford, things I still can't afford. He's making a way and I don't believe in no because God has always given me a yes. So God, my mother, my city, and my music. That's my square. Thank you for sharing all that. What puts you to sleep? Uh, working. I mean, if you don't do anything, you're going to be up all night. Uh, I think if you work a lot too, you could still be up all night and your body can't get rest. But if you, if you use every ounce, if I give 120% in 16 hours of the day, I'll, I'll be tired enough to go to sleep for as little or as long as I possibly can. I'm heavy on rest. Um, now I am because my, my personal health is important. Last year I, I had some scares because I just wasn't getting enough sleep. Like, I think this year, well, we, we, we're just, we just tapped into the beginning of the year, but this year I think I went two days without sleep because I was just so focused on my music video. And yeah, just give 120% in a day and you'll be able to rest right at night. I, I told you I couldn't, I would cry myself to sleep because I couldn't do music. And here I am, I'm doing music. Who am I not to give 120%? 100 is not enough. I expect 100% from the people that work with me at minimum. Anybody that works with me at minimum, you have to give me 100%. That's all I ask for. I give 120 to 180. I'm a part of the two percenters club, as Eric Thomas would say. Yeah, you're, you're out doing yourself every time. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, hey, with your mindset, with your, like, how you perceive your art in rel in relation to yourself and you know your faith and your family and your city like you're gonna win i fucking know you are like mm -hmm. i know you're gonna fucking pop off and i can't wait to be in the crowd cheering you on because you're you, you got some you got some real like you got heart you got talent, you got a gift. So thank you, Alexa, for being on the show. Um, this is wonderful getting to know you and hear about everything about what you're doing and why you do it. And uh, yeah, uh, let's go get some chicken soon, huh? Period. <laughs> Period.
Here we for go. everyone, for everyone <laughs> watching, um, be sure to stream uh, "Hard for Me" long lost love stream everywhere, and we look forward to uh, what Alexa is working on this year. Um, she's one to watch for sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. See you next time.